ピザいいです。To another week of theater eater. Theater eater. If this is your first time tuning in. Thanks. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Hi. I'm James. And I'm Jesse. And we're excited that you joined us for the first time. Mm-hmm. Or you're coming back. Or if you're coming back, yes, you guys know us already. My full name is James Reed. And I'm Jesse Fraser. Perfect. Here at Theater Eater, we love to eat, we love to drink, and we love to talk about theater. Yes. We do. We invite you to do the same. So pull that car on over. Pull out that. Mm, what should we eat this time? Chalupa. Oh, we're gonna stick with Taco Bell because I can always stick with Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. It's rough, Chalupa. guys. And enjoy the next couple of minutes with us. Um, Man, I want a chalupa now. Right. <laughs> Speaking of chalupas, uh, what are you eating and drinking today? Tums and tea. Tums and now tea. I'm thinking about chalupas. Chalupas, you're gonna. <laughs> Uh, DoorDash that one. Cool. Uh, I've uh, <laughs> classed myself up today. I'm doing a gin and tonic and string cheese. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Fancy, fancy, fancy. Delicious combo. Here at Theater Eater, each week we select a musical. We talk about it, how it's connected to us. Our, Break it down. Yeah, what, what it means to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we review it, and that means we actually just go find other people's reviews on what they thought about it. And then we challenge it. We uh, do a little game of misheard lyrics. Yeah, misheard lyrics. I've got some good ones for you this time. They are they're more difficult than I thought. Because right. so far I've been familiar with both of the musicals. And I've stumbled my way through. Which shocked me. Because like, I pride myself on my ability to retain mm-hmm. lyrics. Yeah. So. Well, I'm um, excited for this one. Because I, mean, I think we've both grown up on this movie. And... Uh, should know this one, hopefully. Oh, uh, this, if we're, I know this movie by heart. I could probably recite it because I have a three-year-old daughter who's obsessed with princesses. So bring it on. And so for those of you guys who do not know, this week's show is Beauty, Beauty and, and the, the Beast. Beast. We should have totally sang that one. Beauty and the Beast. Get it, Celine. Get it, Celine. Uh, so what does uh, Beauty and the Beast, the musical, mean for you i mean i i love disney i mean who doesn't but um this has actually never been a show that like you see it done all over you see it done professionally and at a community theater level all the time high schools this is not particularly one of those shows that i see a poster for and i'm like oh i have to see that what i know what if i have the time or someone invites me, I'd be like, yeah, let's go. But it's not something I would seek out. I do and I do love Disney. I just personally, Beauty and the Beast has never been my personal favorite. I'm trying to find this song from it. And I'm, the viewers probably can message it and let us know what that song is. But so for me, Beauty and the Beast is my first like professional production I've ever seen. I remember uh, watching a cartoon, or not a cartoon, a commercial of it, 
And I was like, mom, I want to go to this. I need to go to this. And I think that's like when my little like theater bomb exploded. Because we were in, I was in a production of it for a summer camp, a theater summer camp that we were in. I was in crew, unfortunately, but I was still part of the Beauty and the Beast thing. Uh, Our friend, uh, the key was, he was uh, Cogsworth. (laughs) Yeah, that's how long our friendship goes back on that one. If there's video of this, there's definitely video. I need it. I know, right? Anyways, I want to paint a little picture for you because this is very vivid in my in my head. Mm -hmm. So first time taking Bart, we took Bart to the theater. It was at the Orpheum in San Francisco. Uh, This was my first experience with the drag queen. Sat on the bar and I was on a bench, like a bench by myself, and this lovely woman sits next to me. And I just remember a white tube top and a white like tube skirt kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I had conversations, totally. And I would I must have been twelve or thirteen. Enjoyed like we. What are you doing? And I was talking about how I can't. We're going to see Beauty and the Beast, and just talked my head off to this this woman. And then come to find out, she was a drag queen. And I was just that that already set the mood. I was so excited for this whole production. So, in the Orpheum, completely like dumbfounded by everything that's happening to me and be our guest happens. And in this, this was like the first national tour production of it. So the champagne bottles are popping, which is pyrotechnic shooting out. Everything's happening. And young James Reed stands up and gives it a standing ovation in the middle of (laughs) act one. And I'm just plotting and standing there and looking around like, why aren't you idiots standing up? This is like, this is the most amazing thing that's ever happened. thing ever. And then my mom slowly pulls me down. Mm. But I can just, that was my first experience to that. And I remember seeing multiple productions of it. The tour, every, that's for me. Like every time the tour came around, I would always have to go see it. Um, and this is where I can't remember. Bell has a new song in Act 2. No, maybe it's not in Act. There's a, maybe, I don't know. There, I forget when it is too, but, uh, and I'm trying to find it right now. But she has a new song added to the musical. Mm-hmm. And it was, I want to say it was when Tony Braxton was Belle. I'm, I'm butchering everything. Well, she was Belle. Okay, so I think it was when she was Belle, they wrote a specific song for her, for the musical. And then from then, everything changed. And this newer song is now added. Uh, it's been added, yeah. And I remember just being like, I know what's going on. I love this musical. And I'm sitting here with my friends and all of a sudden this new song happens. And I'm like, how do I not know about this? I'm a (laughs) failure. I'm a fan. What? But yeah, so that's my connection with Beauty and the Beast. I remember seeing, like, I see local productions and it's still the heart of the music, no matter how good or how bad the production still comes through for me. But I think it's also because it's my first cherry popping musical. Yeah, your cherry popper. It was my cherry popper. Mine was Wicked. Wicked. And I think they both had Eden in them. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we both, Eden popped both of our cherries. She was Alphaba for me. We'll wait for uh, a Wicked episode whenever that happens, because I've got some good stories with her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so moving on. So animated movie. Oh, well, that's on repeat in my house constantly right now. Well, this was before your child as well, too. I know, I know. 
it's hard. What is life before a child? I'm sorry. Right. Um, well, actually, funny enough, um, I was never really allowed to like this movie because it was my older sister Sam's favorite. Oh, okay. So she had Sam. claim on Belle and Ariel. Oh, okay. Okay. So. What were your two then? Um, I was always Cinderella and Aurora. I pegged you as a uh, hunchback Esmeralda. Oh, no. I just, I love the hunchback. Yeah. I, okay. Uh, anyway. Another time. That's another, another time. Another time. Uh, we can't uh, go that deep episode. right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say, I think, and I think vividly for me too is I remember seeing Beauty and the Beast in the theater and that was probably one of the, besides Brave Little Toaster, I think that was also one of my first animated movies that I remember seeing in the theater, like that experience. And that moment when um, it first starts and you're, that's panning through the forest. And, yeah. then, and then they it, tell like, the enchanted story. Yeah, and it parts and then there's a castle. And something just being young and in the theater and this like, just everything like happening all at once. I don't think that was just you though, because like no, it my, was just me. my mom took my sister Sam to see it. And she talks about it like it was the most amazing thing she's ever seen. Mm-hmm. It is. Because up to that point, I mean, animation, that's, you that was it. Toaster. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think it was just you. My mom, like, was blown away by the first 10 minutes of that movie as well. Yeah. Well, I was blown away by the entire thing. So now, transition years later, and they make a live action version of it, and they've included some of the Broadway musical numbers into it. Thoughts? I hate to do this because I've done this on every episode so far, but it pains me that my child will know Emma Watson as Belle before she knows her as Hermione. Yeah. So that's off the bat. So sorry, Harry Potter reference. Yeah. But, um, um, I mean, I enjoyed it. I haven't been blown away by any of the live action Disney movies. I enjoyed them. I think that they're like... I thought it was good. I thought the way I'm glad they kept the enchanted um, furniture pieces, like the same, like it, where. Oh, I love Audra. So I correct. was all about I was, that. I was, I was, I was pondering, like I was intrigued until they, we actually saw pictures and stuff on what the characters would look like if it would be the Broadway stars, the same height as Belle, yeah. and you would see their face hidden within the costumes, or would their faces be CGI'd onto these? Like, how is that going to happen? And I appreciate, for the most of it, that it's that character still, and it's just the voice of the actor that we hear, yeah. but the, the expressions are there. And that felt really connected to what you get from the animated movie as well. Yeah. I mean, positives of the... Live action is like the cast is just phenomenal. I mean, like yeah. I love Emma yeah. Thompson, so and she was Mrs. Potts, so it's yeah. just like oh, yeah. I watch anything she's in. Um, but overall, I thought it was like a pretty successful show. I mean, and movie, I love I, Evermore. <laughs> such a good song. I always skip it. <laughs> Get out of my podcast right now. Our Sorry. friendship is over. Sorry. No. But yeah, I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I thought that it hit all of the nostalgia that it needed to, but it was also fresh. I mean, like, the part where they take Belle to, uh, like, where she lived in Paris or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. I was just like, well, I always wondered what happened, but I didn't actually think I'd ever get to see it. Yeah, so I'm still stuck on Evermore. Um, what? 
sorry. I think what we should do is uh, leave in the comments. Like, go, um, we'll find a, somehow, maybe it's going to be a poll on Instagram. Uh, but I'll put a poll in, uh, are you a fan of Evermore or not? Let us know and let's uh, see who wins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Bring it on. It's gonna, the truth is going to hurt. I'm going to be like, oh, man, come on, guys. Just stick to your guns, man. If you like it, you like it. Yeah. Well, speaking of if you like it, you like it. Let's see what some of these reviews are. Let's. I'll let you go first. All right. This is a three-star rating from yep. Ala- Elena Elecontera from San Diego. Hello, Elena. I thought the storyline was great and the singing was great. I thought the costumes were horrible. They looked low budget and cheaply made. I did not like the props either. I think they could have come up with better props on stage. Belle and Gaston were the best actors in the show and they really make the musical come to life. I was very disappointed that the second half was so short. I felt it was almost rushed. I have seen other musicals at this venue and was blown out of the water. I was really excited and looking forward to this show, but was disappointed in the props and costume selections. You would have thought Belle's main yellow dress would have been out of this world. I was not impressed. The little girls were dressed up in Belle costumes and had better dresses than this performance. Ouch. Ouch. I mean, that's always... uh one of our things is talking about like, do we do this show and are we, do we have the capability of doing this show successfully? This is an expensive show. I would say it's, it's a demanding show. If you find the right way to tell it there, there's probably the right ways that it can be done and it doesn't need to be big and crazy and over the top. But I mean, you have to go to a village and you have to go to a castle. Like there's humongous locations you have to go to and there's a lot of characters and specific costumes that you just normally, as a theater, don't have available. Yeah, but one of the beauties of this show in particular is it's been done so much that you have resources, most likely, to pool from. Now I want to pun and say, but the beast of the show is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, agreed, agreed. I mean, there's there are resources out there. There are... There are other theaters probably around you that have done this. And, and I wonder what quality and where they are with this thing. But sometimes people want to take on that challenge, you know, and they want to make it their own and yeah, good for them. And, and I mean, I, th- I think that this review is a good testament as to if you try and take on a show. Um, I'm just assuming. But if you try and take on a show 100% your own in this theater company, where you're going to fall short is the costumes because... And that's where this did. She said it was awesome except yeah. for yeah. the costumes. Because, like I said, or like I have said, these costumes in this show are characters. Yeah. So if you... Um, can't get that message. If you from. can't portray that, then it's going to come across poorly. Well, that helps segue into my review. Uh, this is actually an expert... From an article, uh, it is a community theater review of Disney's Beauty and the Beast by Renee Grant out of Philly Life and Culture. While my guests and I love the talent in this show, we were forewarned via the press release that this show would be different. It certainly was. While I always find this choice risky, I admire Steel River. I'm assuming that's 
That must be their production company or wherever they went. Oh, no. that's I want that to be my, my acting name. Steel River? Yeah, that's my new pseudo-acting name. Hi, I'm Steel River. But I can call you Steel from here on out. Thanks. That's, uh, that's all I expect. <laughs> uh, I admire Steel River for taking the chance as this deviation can either be very imaginative or fall a tiny bit short. The director attempts to take this classic tale and put a modern day spin on it. Mm. You ready for that, more? That's always just like, this show in particular, that's a rough one to modernize. Yeah. If you're going to mod... There are, and I, I can't, because I, some of the shows I've directed, I try to put my own little spin and modernize. Some were very successful and some, what would you say, also fell just a tiny bit short, but yes. But some of those you just do not touch. You ready to see how uh, she touched this? Yes, please just let me know what happened. Unfortunately, this reviewer believes her concept missed the mark to the point where the storyline of the the enchantment and the magic was almost non-existent. In addition, she seemed to get lost in her own idea as to where and when this story is set as magnified by the use of the costuming. It was hard to distinguish exactly when the story occurred as the audience was quickly introduced to a variety of costume characters spanning multiple eras in history. Mm -hmm. You ready for this one? Uh, Yes. Buckle in. I just... mm, Buckle it up. This is Steel Rivers and I say buckle up. Tell me what it is, Steel. The confusion for us lied with the portrayal of the 1950s greasers Gaston and LeFou. Oh, Oh, God. The 1960s girl group members of the Silly Girls. Okay, okay. The 1950 housewives as some villagers intertwined with other cast members dressed in period and traditional costuming normally seen in this musical. So you have Danny Zuko. Mm-hmm. You have go-go girls from like Austin Powers mixed in with... Mrs. Cleaver. <laughs> yeah, like... and... French villagers from the 1800s? Yeah, I don't... I'm bonjour, bonjour. How would do on the fonts? Like, what? Like, like, I don't get it. Hey, Sandy. Like... It's grease lightning. Yeah. Bonjour, yeah. bonjour. Grease lightning. Grease lightning. Yeah. Yes. You're the one that I want. Yes, and just chases her through the... Just chases her. They're all singing, bonjour, bonjour. You're the one that I want. You are the one I want. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Okay, so there's still more. As the castle scenes appeared, I was hoping that... This would be resolved. Unfortunately, this was not the case. The enten- enchanted objects in the castle, while extremely talented, barely came off as enchanted. The fact that the guest who had accompan- accompanied me, who has never seen the show or movie before... Where did that person come from? Right? Like, how do you not know what Beauty and the Beast is? Where? Okay, whatever. <laughs> Spent the majority of the time asking me who each character was and how the spell affected them because they were too ambiguous. The biggest display of this was done in the most popular number of the show, Be Our Guest, where the stage is normally filled with singing and dancing kitchen items as suggested by the lyrics of the song. In this production, there was not one plate, utensil, cheese grater, etc. Instead, the stage was filled with girls in black leotards, tights, and simple gold lame, 
where the boys had gold vests resembling more of a human waitstaff than enchanted objects. End of review. I also saw pictures from this, like Cogsworth is wearing a suit, just a standard like yeah. 70s suit with a tie. Lumiere mm. had handkerchiefs for flames, and the Beast had like a metal mask that's like you would see in Mardi Gras with horns that you tie around the back of your head, like eyes wide shut movie status, but... Oh. So I guess what I will say about this is I applaud... Steel River for taking a chance. Steel River sticks. <laughs> sticks. But um, obviously, I don't want to say obviously because I didn't see the yeah. actual production. Correct. But according to this review, this sounds like an epic failure. I mean, it's Beauty and the Beast. And if you can't even portray that there's magic. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the fact that, I mean, you're forewarned via the press release that this is going to be different. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to walk into Beauty and the Beast knowing that this is going to be different. If it's going to be different, is it going to be like, um, God, this is such a stupid and obscure reference, and I apologize. But they made like um, a modernized version of the Beauty and the Beast storyline with the, what's her name? Vanessa Ann Hudgens, like, I don't know, sometime in this last decade. And it was like really bad. But it was like... Two high school kids. And I was like, I get that yeah, yeah. modernization, been there, done that. But this, like, let's move Beauty and the Beast to, like, sometime in the 19... 19- but, like, not everybody moved. Like, Belle was still in the pictures that I see as she's in her standard iconic Belle costumes. This is just where a production staff doesn't have a linear vision. It's just, like, there's no cohesive Or unless vision. they did, like, the, the message wasn't... Re- conveyed to the audience properly like if this was going to be different and that they were stuck in different times let's let's make then sure they the, dropped the ball yeah we need to make sure but yeah and once again we haven't seen these productions and mm-hmm. we support all live theater we love live theater and i'd be intrigued to see this now show. the ones the shows that i see that i don't particularly um how do i say this the shows that I go to that are not particularly great are the ones that I do enjoy more because I like theater that like challenges what I think is good theater. Mm-hmm. And Well, I think being in productions, we see and know the amount of work it takes to put mm-hmm. on a production, whether it's the sets, the costumes, or as what the actors take on. Yeah, it's not just like, let's tear down this actor. It's like, you know, I really didn't understand the blocking. Yeah. I didn't understand yeah. why they chose to light it this way. Yeah. It's not just, I am not a fan of this show, and I will never be a fan of this show. Well, I definitely uh, noticed that my string cheese is gone. <laughs> and along with oh. Gaston LeFou, I'm ready to take a five-minute uh, five break and do a little hand jive. Hand drive. Born to hand drive, yeah. So um, we'll see you on the flip side of the five. Yeah. Be right back. Take five. Welcome back from the break, and we're going to play another round of Misheard Lyrics. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) And First lyric is, song as old as grime beauty needs to eat. Beauty, you need to eat. <laughs> Beauty needs to eat. Yeah. Okay, um, say, say it one more time. Song as old as grime. Beauty needs to eat. Song as old as grime. No, no, no. I'm just, song as 
Old as time, Beauty and the Beast. Song as old as rhyme. Yes. Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Okay. Mine is Be Our Guest, Be Our Guest. Tie our servants to the desk. <laughs> <laughs> it's be our guest, be our guest. Put our service to the test. Cool. Just remember that one. That might be... Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tie my servants to the desk. Kinky. <laughs> mm. He's such a tall, dark, strong, and handsome prince. Such a tall, dark, strong, and handsome... Isn't it brute? It is brute. Brute. Yeah. Not prince. Because he's not. Gaston is a brute. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no. Okay. You said kinky, right? Mm-hmm. Lay it on me. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put your servants in my chest. Oh. <laughs> That's gory. <laughs> come here. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> like I just imagine like the can can napkins like going around Bell and be like wee wee <laughs> <laughs> shimmy shimmy oh I get it <clears throat> um so it's be our guest be our guest put our service to the test again cool, cool. just remember that one maybe oh. again <laughs> okay. this is the beast will make out with your children <laughs> <laughs> the beast will make out with your children and then it like deadpans over beast making out with a child that's <laughs> disgusting um, the beast will something with your children the beast will it's very close to being accurate I know the beast will not make out with your children the beast will make off with your children mm. Make off with your children. That beast will make off with your children. He'll come after them in the night. Okay. We're not safe until his head is mounted on my wall. Again, I have a three-year-old daughter. I'm just (laughs) obsessed. (sighs) Okay. Kinky level. Kicked up one more. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) See our breast. See our breast. Put our Mm -hmm. service to the test. Mm. <laughs> this, See, now I'm just imagining a topless bar. <laughs> yeah, this is now the Moulin Rouge mm-hmm. topless napkins. Yeah. Dancing for Lumiere. Yeah. That's a production they should modernize. Yeah. There, <laughs> yes. That's what we need to do. Cool. And just for a good time measure, what are the lyrics? Um, be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Okay. Okay, I'm glad I got that. Good, good. Really hit that one home. Yep, just want to make sure. <clears throat> I'm only the size of a bulge. <sighs> this is from Gaston. Mm-hmm. Roughly the size of a barge. Yes, because he eats 12 yes, dozen eggs. eggs. <laughs> oh, there was one where I saw where he eats 12,000 eggs. Oh my God. Every day? <laughs> Every day, 12,000. Dear God, his chicken <laughs> farm must be insane. This one's the title of our, our episode. Okay, okay. It's just, okay. Barry, Eve, and friends in somebody's Benz. <laughs> As in Mercedes Benz. B-E-N-Z. Well, I know it. 
<laughs> I definitely know it. It's barely even friends, then somebody bends. Barely even friends in somebody's bends. <laughs> Only your even friends, not your odd ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Eve, as in like the female. Oh, like Eve. Barry, Eve, Eve and, and friends. friends. Got it, got yes, it. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now it makes sense. <laughs> I didn't hear it the it first time. It didn't make any sense before. What? What? My computer died. I would say this round of misheard lyrics, we crushed it. Yeah, I definitely was more familiar, I guess you could say, with this, uh, with these lyrics than... Um, very even friends? Very even friends, yeah. <laughs> Dang, that bell needs to eat or... Uh, the beast will make out with your children. Make out with your children. <laughs> Come here, child. No, okay, no, no. 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 Well, no. speaking of beasts making out with children, can we talk about next <laughs> next week's show? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that kind of... Transitions kind mm-hmm. of, certainly. Hello, little girl. Yes, yeah. yes. So next week we are doing... Into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods. <laughs> Into the woods. Beans, beans. Beans, beans, and nothing. I know the whole thing. Can't I know. even need to. Well, and then you have the big bad wolf and little riding hood. Mm-hmm. I'd remake it with you, my children. <laughs> that's a crossover. When yeah, that's oh, Beauty okay. and the Beast. Into the woods. When they're into the woods. Beauty and the To the beast woods of the beast of the woods. Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> that's when they are fighting the wolves, saving Belle. Obviously. And he runs into the baker. Obviously, obviously. And Little Red. Um, Well, as we close this episode out, we do want to wish you guys, hoping that you guys had a great Valentine's Day. Yes. Love. Valentine's Day. Love to all, love to all. Mm -hmm. Um, Eat those little heart candy things, the sweethearts. Mm -hmm. Or go buy yourself some, and they're all discounted now. Yes. That's the best. It's like half off Valentine's candy. I would take that forty dollars <laughs> box of chocolate and you don't need buy. someone to buy your buy you chocolate. Buy yourself some chocolate. Yeah, you just tell your partner, <laughs> get me that uh, Target gift card, so that way afterwards you can go mm-hmm. get everything you want half off. Yeah, nice. that's what you do. Well, <laughs> if you guys liked what you heard and you guys want to find us, we are on social media. You can search for us at Theater Eaters on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. You can also visit our website at www.theatereaters.com. You can listen to us on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please make sure to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. It helps us out a lot. And please tune in next week for more food, more drinks, and of course, more theater chat. Bye, guys. Bye. See you soon. Bye.